What's up, Imperial? Thanks for tuning in to our ninth episode of the Imperial FFC podcast. This is your commissioner, Donish Varani, and today we have public enemy number one, Usman, and league scumbag, Chalkbar. These two have a lot of explaining to do, but first, Travis Scott. What's up, guys? Thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for having us, man. It's good to be back. Always fun. Of course, of course. Second time. Um, you know, for the past weeks, I don't know, maybe like five, six weeks, uh, you know, Mosin declared it first officially on this podcast called Usman Public Enemy Number One. And I think everyone liked that. It fit and has just ran with it. Usman, why are you Public Enemy Number One, man? You know, I have no idea. What happened was, uh, Mosin was over um, that, like, I think uh, the next day after uh, we had, our matchup had ended, we were watching the Astros game, and I was just, you know, obviously we watched the game together that uh, Tyreek Hill went off, and so I was just telling him, like, how coincidental it was that, you know, before the plays happened that were necessary, like, I kind of told him, I said, Man, like, for me to win, like, Gaskowski's got to kick this yard. You know, whatever. I told him this crazy play-by-play that would have to happen. And it literally happened right next to it. Like, right after. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, the night of, we were just like, what the hell just happened? So, the next day, I was, just, I was like, isn't that crazy? Like, how literally what we what like ha- was said to happen happened, you know? Yeah. And then he's just like, oh, you're trying to humble brag right now, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm just telling you, that's pretty crazy, man. Um. But so I, I don't know what happened there. I think, uh, you know, everyone likes to hate on somebody. And I guess I was just the chosen one this year. I don't know. Look, it's obviously not just that one thing. Chalkboard, can you, can you chime yeah, in over on, here? Come on, let's be real, bro. Okay, like, you me. are notoriously reverse jinxing all oh, season fuck you. long. Okay. I, I no, 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 no. I never no, denied, we want to talk about reverse okay. jinxing. This yeah, is what we're please, talking about. go for it. Chalkboard walks into my house. <laughs> literally sits on my couch in my house. And he goes, man, you're... You, Congratulations on going eight and one. You're gonna do this. You're gonna do that. Blah blah. Fucking reverse jinxing the shit out of me. You're projecting. And then guess what? By 10 I turn on points. the I turn on the TV and George Kittle gets injured headed to the locker. He's not room. injured, so, bro. He was walking fine. They're just checking his hand out because he fapped too hard last night. Like that's about it. Bro. And on He's top okay. of that. Uh, ever since Zane called me out for reverse jinxing, I stopped reverse jinxing. No, no, no. You're like reverse jinxing very, very subtly. Yeah, like, like what are you doing? Okay, you're I, taking your reverse jinxing to like a pro level. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Amateur is just trying to no, follow no, in your footsteps, and you're just I taking think, it like to another I, level. I, no, like I really, I stopped reverse jinxing. And the worst part of it is like, Zane and Sunil were the ones bitching about it the most when I would reverse jinx. Zane would be like, shut the fuck up. And I mean, Sunil would be like, bro, you're so fucking annoying. Stop reverse jinxing. And look, 
Whether I do or do not, that's up for debate, but we can agree that I don't do it as much as I used to if I do do it. Correct? I think you do it in a very... Exactly. Oh, you still do it. It's, I don't know a, who you it's not as obvious as you used to yeah. do it now. Give me an example. And someone even texted going, oh yeah, he says he's not doing it, but he's texting me individually. Yeah, yeah. Who I think was it was most... I don't know yeah. who it was, like, telling me I got this game, and it's like, okay, okay so you're still doing uh, no. it. No. Oh my gosh. And there's not just that. There's a lot more that, that makes you public enemy number one. For example, I talked about this on the last podcast. When I give... Instructions. Okay, you know what? Oh, I okay. Played Paul, Zane. I played, cutting me off. I played Zane week seven, and that's when he called me out for reverse jinx, and I stopped it. And I've only played Shemez since then, so there's no way that I've been reverse jinxing since then. I think you're just naturally good at being public enemy number one. You, you don't let us finish. You're, you're cutting us off. You're dominating. You want all the attention. It's just. So should I stay quiet the whole podcast? If, if that's what you think, I mean, I don't know, but. Um, you know, answer me this. I, I was talking about this earlier. I, uh, I brought this up. When I give instructions in the group chat, when I say, hey, we need to do this, this, and this at this time, at this place, for whatever reason, seven, six other guys understand it, but then we have you that comes in 10 minutes later going, wait, where is it at and what time is it? What's up with that? What, what's going on? Are you doing that on purpose? When do we have it's events like that? In our, on purpose. When do we have events like that? Not events, just updates. Like, hey, uh, the fantasy football uh, draft will be at this time. Hey, we're going to do this World Cup thing. Wait, what are we doing? What time is it at? What time is the podcast? Well, <laughs> it, just scroll up. I just said it. No, sometimes everybody talks a lot, so it's a lot of scrolling. Uh-huh. No, this was, happened recently, too, where it was like five messages up. It was like, if you're oh, on the screen, give me an example. Show me an example. Last, show me the exact Last example. week, you were called out. You're supposed to be on the podcast. You weren't. It was yeah. a last minute cancellation. You know, yeah, things yeah. happen. But I gave you and Sacco instructions as to when it should be, you know, what time it was at. And literally seven minutes later, you're like, What's Wednesday? And I was like, I don't know how to answer that. Like, no, I remember that day. I remember, like, that was a really, really busy week. Uh-huh. And then, so we were supposed to do the podcast, and then, like, in the mix comes Rockets game. And I was like, oh, man. Look, George Kittle doesn't even have his fucking helmet on. He's you back asshole. on the field. Fuck you. He's back. Relax. <laughs> He's about to come out. Dickhead. He's di- By the way, if we're going to talk about the game right now, I do want to talk about Doug Martin, who's looking good so far. Mm -hmm. How many points does he have for you? Uh, I have no idea. I haven't haven't looked yet. Yeah, Um, I think think everyone spends a lot of time talking about each other on the podcast, but we don't talk about you enough. Oh, okay. You want to talk about me? I do want to talk to you. I actually would. You know, as commissioner, Doug Martin on the bench with five points so far, uh, eight minutes left in the second half, but he's looking good. It's looking all right. Um, you know, we'll see how that ends up being. I think we talk about me a little bit here and there. You know, I'm on every single week. Um, so it's fun to get my little dosage in every now and then. You know, I would like to talk about your 30 bucks spent on the uh, waiver wire oh, this week. Oh, yeah. Leaving you with $1 left for the rest of the season. If we want to skip and over to... And you didn't even start the players. All right, I'll tell you why I did that. Um, Let's hear it. If we're going to skip over to waiver wire... All right, just, we can just... Just a little segment on me? Okay, all right, sounds good. So the reason I spent $30 is, one, I looked at Mosin's team, and I was like, man, this guy could, you know, I'm going to have an easy week. I I, I did think that. And then I saw the players there, and I was like, wow, like, these guys... Wait, 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 sorry. So you just said you're going to have an easy week against Mosin. I thought I was going to have an easy week against Mosin. Obviously, you can see my defense is not, you know. so. So then what happened was I was looking at it, I was like, man... He could drop some of these guys, and these pickups here would be better than who he has there. He'd immediately start them. 
So I had to think about a few things and I said, you know what? These guys could actually be beneficial for my team too. I'm not sure how Sutton's going to do. I think that's the more riskier play. But I think Marvin, now that Golden Tate isn't there, is going to be huge. And yeah, I don't have him starting because I do... Actually, I might start him. I'm not sure yet. But for the time being, I do think that Ingram and Coleman could be there. Murray is a short-term running back for me. Once Cook comes back, I have to drop him. So now if I go back to a two-running back thing and I can start Jones as my flex, I think it, it works out. If I could get this win with the points I've scored, it easily pushes me up over a lot of people. So I have everyone that's in the bottom bracket of the league playing the top guys. And these top guys come out on top, and so do I. I'm back in the playoff picture. Ooh. So you, you, you took so I really gave a lot of that. thought. You know, look, I'm cheap. So basically, so I'm you, cheap think, fantasy you think if you win this week, you're out of like, you're, you're guaranteed No, playoffs. I can't because I'm one game behind these guys. So if these guys don't lose, if these guys win, then, then all of that was for nothing. Mm. But So basically, I, you push your chips in the middle. You said, look, right. I'm going to go all in here. I don't think there'll be another fantasy wide receiver that'll be up for pickup that'll have a better opportunity than Marvin Jones will. I, I truly think that. And so I went... I mean, you've already got Calvin Ridley, so that was probably one of the better pickups on wide receiver. I did get really... And honestly, I think Ridley might be my worst wide receiver. Calvin Ridley? Well, yeah. As you look at his wide receivers, he's stacked up. Sutton, I I don't know anything about him, and and so we'll see how that goes. But Calvin Ridley is my worst wide receiver. I guess he had those three good weeks, and then he's kind of fell off a little bit. And so... Thanks for saving me money there. Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, you're welcome. I, I had to take a chance there, too, but... Um, we'll see how it goes. But I, it's I also to... hard to be one of your better wide receivers when you've got Adam Thielen, Devontae Adams, and Keenan Allen yeah. sitting as your three yeah, wide so receivers. He has a stacked wide receiver. I have right the there. most points scored. I mean, I mean, I don't actually. Know. You know, you're probably the dark horse to come he back is and definitely win the league. Right. Because you got Cam, which is a great quarterback. Mm-hmm. You've got the best wide receivers probably in the league. Mm-hmm. Then oh, you've got wow. Latavius Murray, who's gonna fade out. Mm-hmm. But then David Johnson coming back in with a new offensive coach. Thank God. So you'll probably get. He's gonna be David Johnson last year. Kevin Coleman, who's a single back there. Uh, Zach Ertz. Premier tight end, top three tight end. Yeah. Oh. And then you've got Doug Martin, who's showing out right now. But if not, you got Marvin Jones or um, Mark Ingram too. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how it goes. Of course, you know, fantasy gods, please do not accept any of these. So basically, you go in the league. Though. Oh, but see, God. see, this is this is how he does it. You see how he <laughs> what? just went. Let's talk about Donish, and then he just reverse jinxed the hell out how, of how my I team reverse jinx in you? a perfect. You just said you're gonna win the league. So you're ed- everyone horse. else says like, oh, this person. When when Zane was telling us today that oh. uh Nils has a great team. He's going to win the league. That's not reverse jinxing. But when I say something about who I think is going to win... Did Anil not say, Fancy Gods, please do not accept this reverse jinx? Yeah, but it wasn't a reverse jinx. It's like it's kind of like trying to take oh, off so your... So then how come when I tell you that, dude, you're going to you're 7-1, going to be 8-1? You're, you're about, to, you're about to win your second back... Oh, your second uh, no, no, second chip, like back-to-back, back, bro. We everybody all know it's the same thing then. Yeah, it's the same thing. Look, enough about winning... Let's talk about losing. Chalk Park. Fuck you. You've been on a four-game <laughs> losing streak. Yep. Uh, you know, this first podcast, Usman came out, had you as uh, the favorite to be Sacco. Um, first couple of games. <laughs> <laughs> so. First couple of games. Didn't look like that was going to happen. He was wrong. He was going to eat his words. Uh, got him back on here with you. And somehow, some way, this four-game losing streak put you all the way in the back with me. Yep. What the hell is going on? I honestly, I don't know. It's just, you know, um, 
There's been a couple of uh, bad uh, roster decisions that I've made, especially no, let me, the last let's, two weeks. Let's talk about one of them. I, want I don't to, want to please. talk about any of them because no, no, I've no, had let's, to. Let's, I think know, we, him and I might tonight. have the same question because you lost me some money on this, so I cried myself too. Oh God, you lost Chicago seven seven dollars. The yeah. Bills for the Bears. You know, I just made a bad defensive decision, but the I didn't Bears bench the Bears. Were playing the Patriots. Who would? Why would you go against the Patriots knowing that? Brady has all these weapons. And the Bills playing against the Colts. Yeah, okay. Andrew Luck, 50 throws a game. That's going to be great for you. Yeah, huh? but also the Colts were giving up a lot of interceptions too. So, yeah, I was banking. And also sacks. So, the Bills gave you negative three points that week. Yes, played. and if I did play the Bears, yes, I know. Uh, I mean, I, what do you I, know? I don't blame I them completely. Won. Like, Bills defense has been playing better this season. And it's the Patriots, right? Like, it's Tom Brady. Everyone fears him. So, I mean, and I can kind of understand that. And also the week before that. that, the Bears did not play well. And so, or no, they were coming off a bye, I believe. And so, uh, no, 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 they didn't play well. And so that's was like, okay, you know what? They didn't play well the week before. They're going up against the Patriots. I don't know if I want to take that risk and risk getting zero or negative points. And guess what happens? I got negative points. So, you know, it's just, again, things don't work out the way you hope they're going to work out, obviously. Uh, and then last week was... Uh, Benching Deshaun for Jameis, and Jameis ends up getting benched in the middle of the game, <laughs> you know, and then playing uh, Njoku over Jared Cook, and Njoku puts up zero points, Jared Cook puts up 15. If I combined both Deshaun Watson and Jared Cook in, put them in my starting lineup, I would have won that matchup too. But, you know, again, it's just... Decisions that are made, you look at every ranking uh, out there by all the experts, the decisions I made were, would have been unanimously like agreed upon prior to uh, the week starting, but you know, it is what it is. Honestly, so. I understand your tight end struggle because uh, there was that period where I had Ebron and Kittle and mm -hmm. literally whoever I benched was Went going off. off. Yeah, exactly, man. It just, it happens. Well, and it wasn't even like, you know, like people generally expect tight ends not to, like they'll give you like a baseline kind yeah, of, they exactly. won't give you like a... But every time, like, the person was on the bench, he was getting, exactly, like, 20-plus points. Well, I think it's different because, you know, Chalkbar's doing this on his own where, you know, Sacco has talked about how you, Usman, have paid uh, mm -hmm. to get fa yeah. fantasy football consulting services. Can you talk a little bit about that, those rumors? That's ridiculous. He's making up that shit for my brother who, one, everybody knows. Interesting. <laughs> so the guy that lives closest to you is also the one that's kind of uh, – giving these reports out and letting people know the truth, but you're out here denying what's going on because obviously it doesn't play in your favor to... <sighs> okay, I'm not going to waste my time on this mm -hmm. topic anymore. Mm -hmm. oh, what I do want to no talk comment. about no comment. is no how Chalkbar... Uh -huh. I mean, um, what's going on with Love Bell, bro? What's going on with oh, Love Bell? Oh, actually, bro? now that we're both here, I know you asked him originally when he was on the podcast first, but now that we got some more people here, can you please tell us where you were on draft night? I told you where I was. I was at home. I was at home smoking hookah, doing the draft. Oh, that face looks like you don't believe him. Do you know of a story? Do you know where no, he was? I'll just say, um, I don't know. I'm not going to, you know, I won't call him out. All That's right. Cool. Well, speaking of draft, biggest story of the draft, Le'Veon Bell. Yes, oh, Le'Veon Bell. Okay. Um, How are you feeling? Uh, where is he? He's coming back. Also, he's like, back. trade what? deadlines pass, he's coming back. But so, uh, uh by the way, trade that deadline's passed. He didn't report for this week. I know. He didn't so report he'll be for this back. week. He has till the 13th of this month. 
okay. to be back so that he can still be qualified to be a free agent next year. Okay. Whether he comes, he's going to come, he back, come back. Yeah, he's going to come back. You know, there's back. been cases where people who have been franchise tagged, they'll sit out the whole season. Oh, no, 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 I know. But if he wants to get paid the way he wants to get paid, because the Steelers are not going to pay him that, no matter what. Right, but so if he doesn't come back... Then technically it doesn't count as he's played one year, yeah. so he's not a free agent next exactly. season. Exactly. The Steelers can opt to franchise tag him again, exactly. and go through this holdout again. Yeah. Or they could just uh, let him walk. Yeah. But or they'll franchise tag him and trade him. Okay, but out of those three options, what would be make the most sense for him to get what he wants out of the situation? He wants to get paid. Steelers have said they're not going to pay him. They have Connor who is showing out, obviously. So. They don't need to pay him. So he's going to come back to show that he still has what it takes to be one of the best running backs. I think if he doesn't show up, I think people still know he's one of the best running backs. I disagree. I think that uh, he's going to be out of shape for a whole season. People are no one's, Who's going to want to pay him what he wants to get paid as the top running back in the league if he doesn't play for a whole season? Well, I mean, he hasn't, he's not going to play for wait, 13 weeks. Wait, wait, weeks. I'm sorry. So you said that if he sits out a whole season... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, he's not going to play for 13 weeks. No, yeah, Are you saying that he'll be out of shape if he comes back this year? I think, no. I think coming back, he's gonna, it's going to take him a week, maybe two weeks to like get back into 100%. I'm not denying that at all. So you're holding on to Le'Veon Bell being at full strength until like week 15 Well, I'm week not going to drop him now. That doesn't make sense either. I mean, you know, the trade deadline hasn't passed for fantasy football. Oh, you... yeah, he's still on the block, but I'm not going to just let him go for like... Peanuts. Yeah, I, th- I'm, that's what I was trying to get at is that I'm sure everyone has offered you a trade for Lev Bell throughout the whole season. I've got one actual trade that I have considered that is actually... For me, right? No, not from you. <laughs> uh, that I, I actually considered was a good trade, um, but that's it. Please. Everything else that I've been offered okay. has been bullshit. You don't have to tell us who... You said my offer was bullshit? I don't remember what your offer was. No, but uh, you don't have to tell us who then. it was Yeah, if you don't want to tell us. But just tell us if it was Sunil. It was not Sunil. Okay. Sunil's going to offer me yeah. a fair trade. We need to talk about Sunil's oh, trade. Um, but before we do that, I just have uh, one question for you. Now, you only remember you know, one good offer from you know, what it was back in the day. Do you wish you would have accepted most of the offers that came your way? Just the one. That's it. Really? What about no, no other offer. I offered you Marlon Mack. Why the fuck? I don't want Marlon Mack, though. What? Okay, even, I don't think even that with he... Bell not playing... Yes. Until full strength, when what you said is week fifteen. So 14, fif- what do you mean? What, what so you say he's gonna now? come back week thirteen, oh, go, and then he's way, gonna you know, take a week or two there you go. to do better. Five year pass, relax. No bell for till week fifteen. You still don't think you should have traded him? No, I still. I definitely. I think I should have traded. Took accepted that trade that I was offered that I like now, mm-hmm. especially hindsight. You know, like that was the best trade and the best situation for me. And I regret not accepting that trade, not yours, Osman, <laughs> because I don't need a running back. That does that doesn't fill the need that I have. But by, by the way, it's crazy that you think that play, that if Lev Bell doesn't come back this whole season, then teams are going to be like, oh man, this guy's out of shape. You know, we don't know if we can. Pay I'm him. not saying that they're not going to pay him. They're going to pay him, but why are they going to pay him and give him the full, the most money out of any running back in the league when he hasn't played for a full year? Okay, but that if he comes sense. in for week thirteen, if he, he comes, comes in, in week, to play three okay, weeks. but from a football perspective, a real life football perspective. He's going to be playing weeks 13, 14, 15, 16, and 17, right? And then possibly playoffs. So for him, that's enough, right? That makes sense from his perspective because the Steelers are going to go to the playoffs. Wait, that is playoffs. No, that's our fantasy playoffs. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, you're supposed to say real life football. But honestly, it's also going to be interesting because obviously he's taking a big gamble on himself. But uh, obviously, everyone's seen like the reports of him like in Miami or like different places partying, right? Mm -hmm. So like if he comes back and he plays these couple of weeks that he does play, um, I think one, first, it'll be a timeshare. They'll give Connor his snaps so he won't have as many opportunities. Mm -hmm. He'll still have plenty, but not all of them. But if he comes back and he's like kind of out of shape, yeah. From all of these activities, yeah. I think he'll like hurt his value a lot, right? Because he'll come back for like four or five weeks. Yeah, but honestly, I think if you're gonna bet your, on yourself like that, you're probably you know staying in shape. Yeah, at this point, out. you're talking about stuff yeah, that's going on at the party. beginning like, of the, the season. The guys right? are multimillionaires and celebrity. Obviously, going to go to parties. And you're talking about what happened like literally. We're talking what week is it now? Nine, ten? Yeah. yeah. Nine weeks ago, literally from week one is the picture you're referring to. You think that he has not gotten his shit back together so that he can get ready to either come back or get in shape so that whatever ends up happening with him, he's ready to play? Doug of course Martin he is. That's his by the way. I am, I'm keeping track, but look, enough about Bell. You I see like this, this like early. sly smile you get on. Every time Doug Martin gets like a good run in, you're just like smiling like, fuck yeah. I, I, you know, I'm okay with him being on my bench because I, I just want to see what he can do. And, and so, uh, Which, by the way, nice. Chalk Bar, I saw you picked up, uh, you paid some money for Larry. Larry Legend. Larry Legend. Larry Legend. You, you already know. And you, you dropped, dropped him. You dropped yeah, Larry yeah, Legend. weeks ago, weeks ago. But you know things have changed in Arizona. So things, you don't ever doubt Larry out. Legend like that. Oh, you never doubt Larry Legend. <laughs> but you did doubt him. No, I didn't doubt him. I just had to put him on the side for a little bit. You know, let him, mm. let him relax. Mm, okay. So real quick, uh, we talked about Sunil's trade. And I don't like bringing up other leagues. I'm not a fan of that. But this was so awesome. Like... I felt that, you know, even though we're doing this whole podcast thing, that these guys in this other league, I think it's Extraordinary Gentlemen, I'm not sure what it's called, yeah. just took it one level higher, and I was a huge fan of it. I want to bring it up. Uh, they gave him a season to assist or, uh, list or letter. Right, right. Thank you. Um, telling him to stop with the bullshit trades. And I don't know if he sent you guys any trades after. He sent me one. And was he- it for Demarius Thomas? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I think it's obviously... I have a great story about this. He's shopping DT around. I'm not sure how he's going to feel about us talking about it. Um, he's going to be bummed. But, man, like, uh, you know, even his text message, it came off all, like, sweet. <laughs> and I was like, man, like, I really don't like this tree. Like, I'm getting ripped off again. Like, you know, he got a damn letter. You would think exactly. he would stop. Um, so, I was just being nice. We were texting back and forth. He told me what he believed. And I was like, okay, if you believe that, I guess this could be a fair trade. But... Um, what unfair trades has he sent you over the years? Because I know, you, Usman, you've had a lot uh, to deal with. I mean, I, there's just too many. Like, he'll send me all these stupid offers. And I remember mm-hmm. recently he sent me one offer. It was something and, you stupid. Know, by the I, way, I'm just actually going to declare it real I, quick, real quick, Usman. We're going to make this a new segment from now on. Moving <laughs> forward, Sunil Chacha's trades. Um, we're going to talk about them. So if you're on the show, be ready for it. Uh, and, and so, Usman, let's go ahead and hear yours. So he, he had sent me something stupid a while back and, like, I was just, I was, that was so stupid. So I countered for like his one of, I sent something like really absurdly back because I was like, <laughs> look, if he's going to do this and I'm just going to send it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he texted me. He's like, uh, uh, I sent you a trade. I said, yeah, I countered. And he said, that's stupid. I'm not going to do it. And I was like, well, <laughs> now you know how we feel. <laughs> but so, okay. Really quickly, like Demarius Thomas, what's y'all's thought on this on him? Uh, I think he might be wide receiver three for us. I don't, I don't see a lot of uh, opportunities for him. I mean, he's not Will Fuller. He's not going to spread the floor in that way. Maybe red zone targets will be great. Which, like, he's been do- – obviously Denver's offense has not been that great, but 
he's had some drops too. Like you can tell he's kind of lost a step. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He doesn't have Peyton Manning, you know, putting yeah. the ball in his hands. So, um, who would you trade for Demarius Thomas? Like hypothetically, like what kind of? You don't have to say a name, but like you know, ranking. Or... Running back three at best. I'm not gonna pay too much for him right now. I mean, there's no. You have no idea how it's gonna turn out. And he doesn't, again, exactly what Donna said, he doesn't have the speed that Will Fuller has to spread the field the way Will Fuller was. I think Coutier takes up a lot. So, yeah. um, you know, uh, I, we talked about my receivers earlier. I didn't offer him any for DT. I mean, so I, I look, in my perspective, like, I thought he texted me. And so you may not like Marlon Mack. Mm-hmm. No, I don't yeah. know how you feel about no, Marlon I Mack. I like Marlon Mack. I never said I don't like him. I'm just saying, Would like, you value Marlon I Mack more than Demarius Thomas? Yes, would you for sure? Yeah, I could. I could. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, how about Jordan Howard? That would be. Uh, I would put them right around the same area. I think. It just depends if you need a receiver, or I actually go with Jordan Howard. So I mean, in my pers- I value Jordan Howard a little bit more. I think he's got value, but he's my player, so obviously yeah. there's bias there. And don't forget, I had Demarius Thomas. I drafted him. Yeah. And I dropped him <laughs> right. because of his play. Right. So he picks up Demarius Thomas off the waiver wire. Mm-hmm. Trade rumors coming out. This is right before he got traded to the Texans. He texts me. He's like, hey, uh, Demarius is about to be traded. If he does, I'll trade you for one of your bench running backs, uh, Mack or Howard. Which I think Mack is not a bench running back anymore. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I was just kind of like, I was like, this guy is like, I'm just so mm-hmm. tired of it. So I said, I responded. I said, hmm, I'll probably trade you Mack for him. But um, <laughs> I want to do this within the hour. Yeah. And so he's like, uh, anyway, he's like, why are you so adamant? Are you, you're freaking me out? Like, you know something? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, maybe, maybe not. But I do know that if you don't propose it within 30 minutes, I'm not doing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened then? So then he's like, are you just trying to get ahead of the curve? Because you'll get massive value if the trade happens to either the Pats or Texans, which I think he was trying to inflate like his player there. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you're going to get all this value, which I don't think. And then he's like, I like your deadline. And so then he sent me, he texted me, said, are you by the computer? I said, yeah, I am. But are you sending it right now or not? He said, huh, you gave me 30 minutes. Give me a hard deadline, whatever. So I said, 1130 deadline. Talk to you soon. And so then he's anyways, like, it's just like stupid things going back and forth. So then he, he proposes the trade to me. Yeah. And he proposes it around 1130 and he tells me you have 11, till 1140 to accept it. Trying to, trying to give me that deadline. <laughs> <Yeah>. back. <laughs> Keep on, like, I was just fucking with it. Yeah. So then, I, I, I did not want to do it anyway. So like, I just passed. Like, I let time pass because I knew he wasn't going to retract it either. Yeah. You know, he thought he was about to get Marlon Mack, who I value high. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so then he texted me. He said, two minutes. If you're going to abide by give me a deadline, you should abide my mind. So uh, I texted him back after the deadline. I said, oops, now what? <laughs> <laughs> He goes, nothing, I keep DT, good, t- good day. I said, cool, but you just offered me a trade. Like, he sent me another offer. For oh <laughs> Initially, he sent this me for guy. Marlon Mack. Yeah. Then when he said he keeps DT, he sent me another one for Jordan Howard oh, right oh after that. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, Did yeah. you respond back to that way? Uh, let me see. And then he <laughs> said, uh, oh, yeah, I said, cool, you just, but you just offered me a trade. He said, 
I offered a lot of people trades. <laughs> so I said, oh, I don't want to be in a bidding war. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, cool, reject, ignore, I don't care. I have good evidence with you that you are the issue when trading with me. And not me. <laughs> Which he does every time. Like anytime yeah. he sends a low ball trade and then you send him back a low ball trade, he'll be like, oh, you're the one who nobody can trade with, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So then I told him, I was like, DT's trash. I would never make that trade. I was the one who dropped him in the first place. And he says, so then this is the, this is the cherry on top. He goes, I don't understand why you waste my time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's like awesome. Pot, what is it? The kettle calling the pot black? <laughs> yeah. Some shit like that. That's funny. Um, let's go ahead and break into our week eight recaps. Uh, first off, we had Chalkboard's Bobby Bless Me, Please. Versus Mosin's free win, free win. Mosin was like, psych! The complete opposite of a free win. He demolished Chalk Bar 152 to 125. That's been the, mo- the story of Mosin's team this year. Either he puts up a stellar performance or he sucks ass like Chalk Bar likes to do. <laughs> Chalk Bar now on a four game. No, there was no denial there. Yeah, no denial. He didn't, he didn't comment. Chalk Bar now on a four game lose streak. He's twiddling his thumbs waiting for Le'Veon Bell. We thought he had a great team, but continues to show us we were overreacting. Zen versus Sano was the rematch both players had circled. Sano easily won the first game and then called Zen out. Said he was happy he was playing him again, um, playing him twice because his team sucked. Tough luck because Zen beat him 141 to 116. Sano is currently in second place right now. What a surprise. And looks to lock in his playoff spot. Zen, on the other hand, moved from 8th to 6th seed with this win and looks to squeeze into the playoffs. Sacco vs. Usman, the battle of the best teams. What was the matchup of the week turned out to be a boring one. Usman easily beat Sacco 139-107. This game was a great indicator of how powerful the reverse jinx truly is. Oh my god, I didn't even say anything. He started a trend here and other members are following in his footsteps. Sacco really messed up here. With a loss in the lowest score of the week, he moved down to third place. Just like most in his team has started to show as a hot and cold team. He's going to need to be more consistent if he wants to win a ring this year. He mentioned payout money being cursed. Maybe he put Nuzzer on it before paying a nil. Who knows? Last matchup was mine versus nil. Once again, I played someone who scored the most points for the week. Just more bad luck. And nil's running backs are starting to produce, which is making his weakest players now his strongest. A two-game win streak, except Chalky. He looks to keep the momentum moving forward and stay in the playoffs. Oh, and he likes it when Chalkboard sucks on his ass. <laughs> now down to last place, I think this is the first time in league history the team with the most points scored is in last place. Hopefully, I shake off this bad luck streak. All right, let's check out these matchups for week nine. Which, I don't know oh. if that's the first time that's happened in league history. You I said that in the group chat, but where, where did you notice that? Where I don't did know you if it's possible that? to go back and like look at that. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's possible to like see like throughout like yeah, mid-season. I think that'd be really tough. But I feel like it's happened before. Hey, if someone remembers it, make sure to uh, comment on it. No one did, so I decided to keep that going and... Uh, you know, complain about my bad luck I've had this year. Do you guys feel like uh, this year, uh, I don't know, maybe I don't remember last year, but that this year's scoring has been a lot higher than last year's, like previous year's scoring? If I remember correctly, the highest someone has ever scored in our league was in the 200s, and it wasn't even the point PPR league. It no, was, it was the, the half full, point. It was the full PPR league. If I remember correctly, I think it was Mosin. I'm not 100% sure. I think it was Zane. Or Zane. Maybe they can comment on this Zane. via chat. 
One of them hit over 200 points in a .5 PPR league, if I remember that correctly. Um, overall, I don't know if the scoring's been higher or not, um, but I do know that uh, someone hit over 200. Um, all right, quit stalling. Let's do these matchups. Who do you guys have winning and uh, losing okay, each matchup? Well, first okay. off, we all know. Wait, wait, wait. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. So it's Can we stop this one? nonsense right Let's now? Let's move forward. Come on, don't waste time here. Let's move on, dude. You're heavily oh. favored by Sunil's Chacha's what is, lineup. What does it say? Projections, majections, okay? It doesn't matter. It's not and about Sunil's Chacha's lineup is the most crooked things in the you world. You're seven and one. Terrible. Don't give me the shit. Terrible. Oh, my God. So I'm assuming the two of you are playing each other. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how much you can really talk about it because you guys are just going to continue to reverse jinx each other. And <laughs> let's be honest, no one wants to listen to that. Uh, um, you know, obviously, Usman, you have a great streak going. Chakra, you have the opposite. Um, Sunil Tata's lines for you guys. Usman, your favorite, minus 210, bullshit. the second highest favorite ever. Chakra, plus 190, uh, second biggest underdog, if I remember that correctly. You guys have to understand that these lines... Are basically Sunil's ultimate the, reverse jinx. No, the only line that Sunil reverse jinx on, reverse jinxes on is his own matchup. No, we all know this. The other, the rest of them, he actually looks at it, kind of makes a judgment on that. But his lines, he always puts himself as the underdog. Like everyone knows this, it is what it is. But we all know you're gonna win this Shut matchup this morning. So let's move on. Fucking, uh, what do we have? CJ Sunil and Anil. Retard wasn't even fucking playing retard. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, Sano versus Anu. Who you got, Chucky? Um, honestly, I think uh, Anil is on a hot streak, man. Anil is he's on a hot streak, so I think Anil is gonna take this one. Um, I know uh, Sano loves hearing that because it just makes him the underdog, but I think this is Anil's Anil's week for that. You know what's so crazy? Like Anil's team is very similar to your team. Like he's got like. Top wide receivers, like the best wide receivers, and again, the only thing that both of you guys were missing were running backs, and obviously you have David Johnson coming back. Mm -hmm. He's got Lamar Miller, who's starting to play better, mm -hmm. and Tariq Cohen, who is he's taking, killing he's it. killing it, right? Yeah. So I think and Greg Olson, the and Greg Olson Olson's is coming back. back. Yeah. So he's kind of like that, uh, like Zane was saying today. Like he's really he's got that mm -hmm. really good chance yeah. to come back. So when you get hot towards the end of the year, you know that's uh, that's exactly what's happening to his team. So are you saying that you think he's gonna win this week? Um, let me see. So you know what's interesting, and uh, he, both of them are starting uh, like two wide receivers from the same team. Um, you know, obviously. Anil's combo is Antonio Brown and Juju, which is pretty mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. And Sunil's is De DeAndre and Marius Thomas. Right. So I've always thought, like, uh, which I guess Sacco is doing right now with the Rams players, but that's mm -hmm. the Rams were right. out of control. But personally, like, I've never liked starting, like, two wide receivers from the same team just because, like, yeah. if, they, if they shit the bed, you they shit the bed, right? Like, if the quarterback, like... For example, like today, like the quarterback is out, right? So you got yeah. the fourth string quarterback playing. Now what are you going to do? Exactly. So it's going to be interesting to see that. But yeah, I mean, I think Anil's team is strong. I think Sunil's pickup of Aaron Jones was a good pickup. Mm -hmm. James Conner, I mean, I think that, you know, whoever drafted Le'Veon Bell should have probably <laughs> traded for him. The, the funny thing to me about Sunil's team is this happened earlier in the year to where he already had uh, Carlos Hyde and TJ Yeldon, and then Hyde got traded to, to the Jaguars. So then he had both Jaguars running backs. And he already had Alex Collins and Allen for two uh, <laughs> Ravens running backs. 
And then the, another trade that happened was Demarius Thomas comes to the Texans, so now he has two Texans wide receivers. And I was like, I felt like that's just bad luck because he just keeps doubling up on the same team. Um, and he wasn't trying to, but a uh, pretty funny moment there. So both of you have Anil there. Next up, uh, let's go ahead and do uh, my team versus Mosin's team. Um, heaviest favorite ever on Sunil Tata's line, minus 240. Thank you so much for the reverse jinx, you asshole. Mosin <laughs> um, had a biggest underdog, plus 200. Chakra, who you got winning? I got you winning, man. Your you team, got me winning even though you see the Raiders defense. You know, I don't give a fuck about the Raiders defense. I'm looking at the rest of your team, man. You don't even need the tight end that you have that's on by. Your team is insane. It's like it scares the fuck out of me just looking at it because you're quarterback and wide receivers and then your running backs are also solid running backs. Like, And then you have Butker as your kicker who always puts up double-digit points for a kicker. It's ridiculous. Like... Fantasy guys, please do not free attempt win, this Free chance. win in this week makes sense, man. You, you got this one, in my opinion. I think I don't think it's a competition, really. So the whole, you obviously bid a lot because you wanted him to start Corey Davis and Funches. Yeah. Right. It, you know, um, I, I wanted him to not be able to get these dominant receivers um, to play against me. But then also, like I said, I think those receivers are going to do well. Again, I don't know about Sutton. I think it was worth the risk, so that way I wouldn't find out against me. Um, but I'm a huge fan of Jones now that Tate isn't there. And yeah, I'm not starting him this week. I, I don't... I mean, maybe I will start him. I might put him in the flex position, but I don't think he's uh, going to do better than my other three receivers. Um, but uh, yeah, it was, it was kind of a defensive play and a long-term play for me. You know... Uh, also, Doug Martin ends the half with five points. So, you know, let's keep that in mind. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's pretty decent. Hopefully, uh, you know, I made the right decision. Yeah, um... All right, so if this game gets close, what are you gonna do with your tight end? You gonna go with you gonna fly with Adam? I've already made some uh, some opinions as to what I need to do. Opinions, so you basically asked Nilo what to do. Hey, <laughs> actually, I was trying to reach out to your consultant. So, um, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, couldn't afford his rate, unfortunately. Yeah, I've heard his so are high. I had to uh, think about it myself, and I think I have uh, some options, and then we'll see what uh, what works out best for me. All right, next up. Wait, Zen- wait, wait, wait. Oh, gosh. All right. One thing about Mosin's team. Uh-huh. Let's remember that, uh, obviously, Saquon is Saquon. Oh, yeah. But uh, Leonard Fournette's coming back after the bye week. You think so? He- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what yeah, reports are saying. He's going to be back. Uh, so he'll have those two running backs, mm-hmm. right? Obviously, must starts. Mm-hmm. Then, so in his flex, he's got Philip Lindsay, who's been playing PPR, great PPR. Carryon Johnson, who's been doing really well mm-hmm. as well. And then he's got Deion Lewis as well. Well, Deion Lewis is probably the weakest of yeah, all three, but like more right PPR. On. So uh, I think he really... And I guess Golden Tate, I don't think he'll do much on Philly. Really? I think he'll be great. Mm, I think he'll... I mean, he comes in as a third option. Okay. All right, I can see that. I think him and Ertz are going to be playing around the same area. Mm. Well, so, I mean, he's got Tyler Boyd. He's been, play, yep. he's been playing pretty well. So Right next to Green. It's, I mean, his team's pretty good as well. Yeah. Uh, when his team's healthy, right? He, and yeah, and that's the biggest thing for him, man. Those injuries are killing him. Um, we'll see how that goes. All right, next up, Zen versus Sacco. 
these little butt buddies are playing each other. Who do uh, who do you guys have? Wait, do you think they have like a side bet on it? Like basically, whoever wins gets to you know pitch, and the other one has to catch. Yes, or... definitely, most definitely. I think something like that might have started off, but I've started to notice Zen is starting to take some shots at Sacco and vice versa. Mm. You know, especially when I had him on the podcast, he was just like "fuck you, Sacco," and and so. Oh, you know, he's got to do that for to say face, like, bro. Keep a midget. Yeah, exactly. He's got to yeah. do that, right. and it keeps Dang. things spicy for him. You know, yeah, probably. That's true. I think. I think he might have fooled me but thanks for bringing me back to the good side guys <laughs> definitely have some side bet uh who do you guys have man um i think uh i think sacco's gonna take this one too i mean i yeah i think casey's playing uh kansas city's playing cleveland mm-hmm. their offense is just humming man like they don't even with tyreek hill i don't know if he's supposed to be in or out this week out he is out this week okay well sammy That's Watkins news right? to me that's what I heard. Maybe it's maybe that's not right. <laughs> awkward. But regardless, though, Patrick Mahomes is going to do Patrick Mahomes things. You know, that's all. It's all good and well. And then Brandon Cooks and Woods are playing New Orleans, so you know they're about to put up points. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, you know. And then Kareem Hunt, Zeke, you know, this guy's team's going to go off. So I think, um, I think obviously, like you said, they're playing Cleveland. At- but Cleveland is being their defense is amazing. Cleveland's run defense is amazing. Their pass, their it's pass still, rush, their pass defense is still pretty good. Their pass rush is good, but their actual their their uh, their secondary the no, secondary, their secondary is secondary not great. Is pretty good, man. They're not great, but their and their turnover differential is plus eleven. Got Hugh Jackson fired. So I think I think that'll be like a, a lower scoring game. Um, Interesting. We'll but uh, also another thing to note is that. Obviously, the Saints have Lattimore, and they usually put him on, you know, one receiver, who their top receiver. So, I don't know if that's Cooks or Woods, but uh, usually it's like the not the not the star receiver who does well. It's the second. it's the second like number two receiver that really goes off. So I don't know if his strategy of like stacking up on high high powered offenses mm-hmm. may hurt him this week or not. You know, but. Um, it is a crazy strategy, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, I, I questioned it all through the beginning of the season, but he obviously is it's yeah. working for him, so I'm stupid. <laughs> well, I mean, come on, Chuck Park. You're not stupid, man. Suck a dick. Um, I'm actually shocked. I think Zen has an easy win here. He's got Rodgers playing against the Patriots. Uh, you know he's going to go off. You know he's been waiting for this. Uh, Edelman against the Packers, you know Brady's going to want to throw to somebody. He's going to go to his go-to guy. Sanders no longer has to share the ball with Demarius Thomas. Um, he's got Sutton now, but I, I still think he's going to get force-fed the ball. Watkins is interesting. I had him all year. I don't know why he's uh, projected so high. I know he had those two touchdowns last week. Um, uh, Tyreek Hill. Yeah, if Tyreek Hill's out, right. then that's their wide receiver. But I think that's a fair... I think that's I think a risk yeah, I think it's yeah. inf- when, I, when I saw this matchup, too, I was like, what the hell? Like, He's really the cool. highest projected wide receiver on that team with 14 yeah. points, yeah. so I don't know about um, also, you talked about you know the Rams playing uh, New Orleans. He's got Todd Gurley playing against the Saints. Like I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. And then he's got McCaffrey playing against the Bucks. Uh, mm-hmm. Jimmy Graham, uh, not so, a huge fan personally. And then AP's just been a monster, right? Yes, man. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, uh, you got uh, Edelman. You know, you got the Patriots playing Green Bay, right? So that's Rogers, Edelman, who are going to be in high scoring games. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Gurley against New Orleans. So he, I mean, he's going to have a high scoring game right there. I think Panthers, Tampa Bay is going to be high scoring, so CMC is going to be there too. But it's just interesting how many high, like obviously the two high scoring games of the week are Patriots and Packers, Packers and New Orleans and Saints. Uh, Saints, sorry, New sorry. Orleans and uh, Rams. Rams. But 
Both these teams basically have all the players from those four teams that are playing. Yeah, they're pretty stacked. Gronk, uh, Woods, Cooks. Um, Hunt. Oh, no, that's not nah, Hunt. Cool. But then he's the, the Rodgers, Edelman, Gurley, Jimmy Graham. So basically, like... Mm-hmm. It's going to be an interesting matchup. It's, it's going to be high scoring. Someone's going to get $25 and it's going to be one of these guys. What? The high highest points of the week. It's 25 bucks. Where you yeah. been, bro? You, you get 20 for the, from the league, oh, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, 5 yeah. from the person. Oh, oh, man. It's fun. Last question. Um, you know, think about this one. Bobby, uh, what does she mean to you? <laughs> Obviously, one of you guys had a hot streak. Chakra, you had a really hot streak before, and you died down. I remember you said you used to go over and make prayers and do Agarbati so and do Dua. Like, do you not do that? Is that actually like, stop Is like Karishma just coming to your house now? Is that you? Know, actually, know that, that is what started happening. And so uh, I realized that, and I was like, man, you know what? So the last couple of weeks, I had to start re- restart um, getting things going. And, you know, it takes time for Bobby to accept your, uh, your prayers and everything, you know? So it's just... I'm just waiting for Bobby to bless me, you know? Oh, you know, I'm actually, starting to feel the connection again. Oh, so really? I'm, hopefully that, that means... That's, so basically, he's guaranteeing victory against me. Not at all. So he's going to win. But that's, that's bad news for Anil, because I feel like they've switched off. Like, Chopra was blessed, and then Anil was yeah, blessed. Yeah, honestly, is that wedding Anil went to, you were there too. I mean, yeah. that just explains it all. So no, no, but, but, I mean, we do remember that Zayn has been going all out this week. Right, Tiger May. Yeah, he's been, he went to Tiger May, so... Uh-huh. I think he's just like he really wants to beat Shamans because like they've got some kind of side bet of on you know yeah. you know whatever they're kinky you know, he's shit trying they to do. catch. Look, we we you discovered from oh. Shamans. Oh, 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 okay. Look, we discovered the power of the Bobby when you had your first story. You saw her at Tiger Man. You gave her a hug, and we realized what she could do, what her blessings were, and you won that week. <laughs> Ever since then, we've all been trying to replicate that moment. Have you had any of those moments? You saw her at the wedding. Did you give her a hug? I don't think I gave I her I think it's very it's clear that that one hug from Tiger May has blessed him. It's just it's it's because he he made skin contact, man. Like Oh my god, I'm that's sure you guys have seen her. Like that's nothing, man. No, but we didn't touch you her. You live in the same her. neighborhood as her. We've tried to like there. Instagram, <laughs> Snapchat, but I think the one thing that's been consistent is I got a birthday post, I won. You guys went to a wedding, y'all won. And it wasn't just y'all. We all did, I know one last week. Yeah, I know one last. I was on a two-game win streak right now. Everybody that has had contact has won, and I think I think we need to start taking the powers more seriously. We need to stop messing around. We need to pay attention to her. We need to create a shrine. Create a shrine. I need to pray. You guys have any last notes? Uh, I I think power rankings. Oh yeah, power rankings. Go ahead. Sorry about that. Um, who you got? Chalky, you can do power rankings. What? What? I no, where? Man. Tell us where you have Wait, to go. Wait, yeah, Chopper, where are you going? I have plans, bro. Yeah, he told me he's going here. to dinner. He won't tell me where. Ah, uh, man. I don't know why he does this. Like, he can just say, hey, I'm going to dinner with Karishma here. Please come back. I'm gonna, I gotta leave at this time. I gotta, you know, anything. But he, he does this stuff. Like, he's just like, oh, I gotta Please go. come I back. You know, he thinks like we're gonna show up there. Speaking or of Karishma, um, Karishma, Karishma, <laughs> when uh, you know, was there ever a conversation between the two of you? Like, hey, I'm talking to Karishma. I know this is your cousin. 
You know, was that conversation we ever didn't there? Take this conversation off. Was there ever any, you know, you know any like? We can hey, talk about that off the record. Oh man, I thought that'd be juicy, but uh, I know Zen was getting a kick out of that. Yeah, one. that's exactly why we're gonna do this off the record. All right, um, um, let's hear these power rankings, guys. Uh, yeah, I think uh, Commissioner I, Gordon's obviously number one. Is gonna be number one. Has been number one. He's gonna win the league. We all fucking know. Wow, it. let's move forward. Got, oh my god, six is that game a, win streak. Yes, exactly. You know. Yeah. This guy, he he's fantasy he's, gods. Please look, do not accept this look, reverse jinx. This reverse jinxing is ridiculous. Anyways, um, so he basically, is taking I the chip this year. Fantasy gods, please do not accept this reverse jinx. And it's insane to me gods, that he is still pulling the shit, and that you, we are gods, letting him get away with this. Do not accept this I think we need to send jinx. Commissioner Gordon and his owner a cease and desist for all reverse jinx. <laughs> and I encourage the rest of the league to stand by me in this matter. Okay, you know what's gonna happen. I'm going to lose this week because of his reverse jinx, and then you bullshit. guys can all see that. My team can't make anything happen right now, so Shut please. Up. Anyways, I think uh, All Hill Bobby's number one. Okay. okay. I think uh, Anil's team is coming back for number two. Okay. Uh, I think you're number three. This is some Sunil Chacha line shit. shit. What like, are you what doing? Is this? How is that? How am I fucking You're in the number one spot. You are you're not even bringing it to me myself. Oh, my God. You can't exclude yourself. I about my team. That's some bullshit. No, no, no. Are you going to put yourself at eighth? I no! I right, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. The people want to go. Come on. <laughs> Who you got number four? Uh, probably, it'll probably... I, like, for the rest of the season, I think it'll probably Mosin, then Zen, then uh, Pimpin' A Breezy, and then uh, Chuck Bar. Damn, you have to know going from second to seven. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, because that's his, interesting. Team, uh, his team was built on, like, injured players, right? Well, well a, I guess it, the big thing is James Conner, Le'Veon Bell. Aaron Jones could, could do Aaron better. Jones I don't think Alex Collins is there, but... Uh, oh, shit. I don't know. Man, I know go, baby, go! Go, baby, go! Go, baby, go! And there is Kittle oh, being fuck? pulled down. Oh, my God! Are you serious? And I want to say thank you so much for listening in to our weeknight <sighs> Imperial FFC podcast. I'm your host, Donish Ferrani. Hope you tune in again next Wednesday for Week 10. Today and from now on, we hope the Bobby blesses only me, myself, and I. Good night, Canada.